I pray that today is a day that you enjoy. I pray that today is the day of the Lord's and that you will rejoice in it. And regardless of what's going on, you'll see the goodness of God and believe that goodness of God, even if you don't feel the goodness of God. The, the devil is a liar. He's a deceiver. He's a, he's a slanderer. He's, he's just deceiving. He's just deceiving all the time. And he'll throw uh, feelings, thoughts, all sorts of things at you. Yet they're not the truth. If you know the truth, you know the word, you know the truth. Do the feelings, the thoughts line up with what you truly know as the truth? If they don't, then throw them out. Hand them over. This morning I just want to read Hebrews 4 for you because it's about rest. And I don't know about you, but I want to be in rest all the time. I want to trust God that he's got this life that he's given. He's created everything I'm looking at, everything you're looking at. He's created your voice that you're speaking, my voice. He's created all everything. We are the created in the creation. It's amazing. But that's what he's got for us. And he wants everyone to be in this creation of heaven, yet most aren't. But we have the opportunity to share Jesus to people in ways that we may not have thought about. Opportunities to show them the love of God in the face of trials and circumstances that are in our life. You might be facing something this morning that's absolutely terrible, you know, or looks terrible. It is terrible. How can you smile? How can you show joy to someone else in that circumstance? Well, it's not easy, that's for sure because it could be pain involved, it could be all sorts of financial problems, it could be anything, relationships, it could be anything that do not feel good. But when we're in them and we're thinking about ourselves, it gets worse. God wants us to consider others of more value than ourselves. So even being able to smile in the face of what's going on, with a focus on the other person to lift them up, What's that going to do to you? As we do it more and more, it will lift us up. And can our bodies be healed? Can our lives be changed? Yes. God promises. Yes, yes, yes. You know, by his stripes, we were healed. That's one of our promises. And he's given us the power to create wealth. So that's for finances. He's done what we need and they are in our body and spirit. We just need to appropriate them through... Belief and knowing the word. If we don't know the word, what are we going to believe in? So I want to talk to you and and share with you Hebrews 4. Some friends came over yesterday and prayed shalom, peace, onto me. That was the word. And it was a wonderful, wonderful, loving happening. And it was something that I'd like to pass on to you. I'd like you to have shalom, to have peace in the current circumstances. Hebrews 4, and this is in the Passion Translation. My friend shared uh, Hebrews in the Passion Translation, so I looked it up and I like what it says. I hope you like it too. I pray this is a blessing to you. We're going to go in and out of this a little bit and reference a couple of other scriptures. The Hebrews 4.1. Now God 
has offered up to us the same promise of entering into his realm of resting in confident faith. Confident faith. So we must be extremely careful to ensure that all embrace the fullness of that promise and not fail to experience it. We need it in our lives. Who doesn't need rest? You know, we need faith. We've been given a measure of faith. That's all we need. You've got it. All we need to do is activate it. For we have heard the good news of deliverance just as they did, yet they didn't join their faith with the word. That's significant. If they didn't know the word, they didn't join it, they didn't believe it. Instead, what they heard didn't affect them deeply. It didn't. For they doubted. For those of us who believe, faith activates a promise and we experience a realm of confident rest. For he has said, I was grieved with them and made a solemn oath. They will never enter into the calming rest of my spirit. God's works have all been completed from the foundation of the world. Rest from the weight of sin, cares and worries. Uh, this is outside of the scripture at the moment. Um, Hebrews 4, 6 says, uh, you know, it's, it's an unbelieving heart uh, that keeps us outside. But I, I was reading in 1 Peter 5 that uh, he says that we need to humble ourselves under his mighty hand. How? By casting all the cares to him. Why? Because he cares for us. And he is the spirit of spirits. He's the creator of spirits. So God can handle those spirits. He has not given us a spirit of fear. So it's a spirit. We need to hand it over to God to deal with. In our flesh, we can't handle it. And this is where a lot of problems come from. I've met a a friend uh, last year who was pretty much on the ground been taken to hospital because of high anxiety and what he'd been doing was fighting fighting the anxiety himself he wasn't handing it over to God he didn't know the word he wasn't using the word as a weapon he wasn't and he ended up in hospital later on he came back into the word and he kept going and going and going in the word and eventually He changed and he became solid again in Jesus. And today he's walking like a new man. And it's all because of reading the word and believing it. Hebrews 4.4, for it says in the scriptures, and on the seventh day, God rested from all his works. And again, as stated before, they will never enter into my calming place of rest. Those who first heard the good news of deliverance failed to enter into that realm of faith's rest because of their unbelieving hearts. Here it is again. Unbelieving hearts is a reason they didn't enter into rest. Yet the fact remains that we still have the opportunity, this is the good news, we still have the opportunity to enter into the faith rest life and experience the fulfilment of the promise. That's a good thing. For God still has ordained a day for us to enter into into called today that's what he's called for god still has ordained a day for us to enter into called today for it was long afterwards that god repeated it in david's words if only today you would listen to his voice and do not harden your hearts 
Now, if this promise of rest was fulfilled when Joshua brought the people into the land, God wouldn't have spoken later of another rest yet to come. So we can conclude that there is still a full and complete rest waiting for believers to experience. That's you. (laughs) As we enter into God's faith rest life, we cease from our own works. We hand it over to him. Just as God celebrates his finished works and rests in them. He's finished. And that's a continual finish. It's not just a one day. We're to be in God's rest. All over the Bible, he he talks, only believe. You know, in Mark 11, it says, mountains will move, troubles will go. When we tell them and we believe in our hearts and we don't doubt. 4.11, so then we must give all our our all and be eager to experience this faith rest so that no one falls short by following the same pattern of doubt and unbelief. For we have the living word of God, which is full of energy and it pierces more sharply than a two-edged sword. It will even penetrate to the very core of our being where soul and spirit, bone and marrow meet. It interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of our hearts. There is not one person who can hide their thoughts from God, for nothing that we do remains a secret, and nothing created is concealed. But everything is exposed and defenceless before his eyes, to whom we must render an account. Jesus is the great high priest. Hebrews 4.14 So then... We must cling in faith to all we know to be true. For we have a magnificent King Priest, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who rose into the heavenly realm for us and now sympathises with us in our frailty. He understands humanity. For as a man, our magnificent King Priest was tempted in every way just as we are, whether it's thoughts, deeds, actions, whatever it was, and he conquered sin. So now we come freely and boldly to where love is enthroned, to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us in our time of weakness. It says in the Bible, let the weak say, I am strong. You are strong and you're courageous in God. That is the truth. Speak it out. Believe it. That's what he says. Speak it out. Believe it with all your heart. And come into that passion, the passion of Christ. Come into the living God of whom you are in. That is who you are. When those other thoughts and feelings and circumstances try to make you think the wrong way, come back into his word and stand on it like a bolt in the concrete. And you watch what happens. It won't happen overnight because the mind is renewing. It's continually renewing, but renew it and renew it and renew it. And it'll become automatic. It'll be like driving a car. You don't think about driving the car after you know how to drive the car. It takes a while to be in God in his word and understanding with full faith, full rested faith, but you can do it and you will do it if you want to do it and you put that effort in 
to enter his rest. I pray this has been a good word for you. I pray it's uplifted you and given you hope and confidence that you can do this and it will happen for you. And you're already, you're already in God. You're already, he just wants you to see what you've already got and receive it. Bless you. Bless your day. Bless your night. Bless your morning. Bless your family. In the name of Jesus.